Welcome to Waking Up with Melissa, a podcast that takes a deep dive into personal development, spirituality, and how to grow your online business. I'm your host, Melissa Ruiz, a spiritual and mindset business coach for all conscious healers out there. Stay tuned every week while I share insight on how to balance your business and also stay in alignment with your higher self. I truly feel that we all uniquely possess all the things we are seeking if we simply allow ourselves to surrender, to be present, and to take action in our lives. Welcome back to another solo podcast on Waking Up With Melissa. Today, I have a lot of different ideas, so we are just going to go with the flow and allow ourselves to fully drop in because there are so many different messages that I wanted to share with you. One was centered about knowing yourself so that you can access trusting yourself. Another topic is about limiting beliefs as it pertains to success and what we're making that mean. And the last Last thing, which is like the most important thing, is being led by spirit versus spirituality. So that's a lot of stuff to talk about. And I really wanted to not only just talk about one of them, but talk about all of them because underneath all of that is trust. So we're going to dive right in. The first thing that I want to dive into is spirituality and being led by spirit. And the reason why this is such a big topic, but the reason why I wanted to start off this podcast like this is because when we are led by spirit or universe or God or whatever word you use, that really means something bigger than yourself. When we use these terms, recognize that we have to get good at listening We also have to get good at using our intuition as the navigation, right? Versus the brain and the to-do list. And we really, really have to get good at connecting with ourselves and almost dropping into our bodies, dropping into the core, going inward to access that truth that lives within us. The truth that is not so much in a book or even sometimes in your mentors, but the truth that actually is in the core or at the essence of your being. And so when we say, you know, spiritual entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs who are led by spirit, you know, we're basically saying that something else is steering the ship, right? That yes, it's us, the human that is stepping forward and getting the message across, but there's this beautiful connection to the divine. And, you know, the difference for me between when people say I'm spiritual or I practice, you know, spirituality, right? Or I'm a spiritual being, versus I'm led by spirit, they can mean two different things. It's so interesting, right? Because the words are so closely together. But any being can have this awareness of being spiritual, right? You as a being may have the awareness that, yeah, I'm not like fully my brain and I'm not this body. Like I am spirit in human form. And you may have that awareness, right? And I think a lot of us are also waking up to this awareness of, yeah, I'm not just a this uh, human being who's a machine and made to work. Like, I am a spiritual being, 
right? And when we say spiritual being, some of the things early on when I first started this journey, you know, yes, it, it became the mainstream things that we that we know about the yoga, the meditation, the crystals, the honoring different gods, like all of these things, right? That we see other beings doing. It, it first is almost like the introduction to a lot of this world, but it requires us again to go what's underneath that, right? Because even in spirituality, even us saying, yes, I'm spiritual, what does that actually mean, right? Like, what does that actually mean, us saying this without the depth and without the peeling back, without the inquiry, without the witnessing of who we truly are? And so this is one of the practices that I love in fact, in yoga, because it, it's not about the poses. And so many people come to yoga because of the poses, or I see so many beings struggle because they can't do X, Y, and Z, the headstand, or, you know, they can't get their body to be in this perfect aligned shape. And it's beautiful because it's actually not about that. And so it's not about the working out. It's not about sweating. It's not about going to a hot yoga class and sweating the toxins off of, you know, you drinking last night, which I'm not judging. It's all good, right? But it's not about that. It's about you connecting with the inner God and goddess within you. It's connecting to your own form of truth. And what is truth? It can be so different for each and every one. Each and everybody has a different definition of what their truth is. And so we're all guided to recognize what is ours, right? So that we don't get into this place of giving away our power. So I wanted to start off with that. That's a, a mouthful, right? And the reason why I wanted to start off with this is because if and when you decide to straddle this I'm a spiritual being who's led by spirit, led by something bigger than myself, bigger than just uh, the, the beings here that are walking on this earth, right? I'm connecting to my own totality and we start to work in our dharma. We start to be in our dharma. We start to potentially open up a business that's connected to that, which is so beautiful. You know, it's so beautiful to do this. And, you know, back in the day, I remember uh, human beings always saying, you know, do what you love and it'll never feel like work. And I'm like, yeah, no way. That's that, How is that going to happen? Like there's still some level of work. Um, and while there is still a level of work, it is so beautiful to really connect with what you feel you're supposed to be doing because it does truly feel like the work that you're putting in is not the masculine forceful work attached to trying to get to a specific goal or checking off a box. It feels so on purpose. And I think one has to experience and witness themselves in that to actually really truly realize what that feels like. But recognize that there is going to be a level of work or what we call in yoga tapas, that fire, the discipline, the discipline to show up to do something, you know, it's so beautiful. And, and so often, you know, we don't want to work. We want the easy way out. We want to snap our fingers and be thin. We want to snap our fingers and be healed. 
but that's actually not the soul's journey. Uh, the soul's journey truly came here to experience. So it is part of the experience. So it's so beautiful for us to recognize, you know, when we're called to be in business, you know, so often all of the things that are out on the market, they may not work for you. And so I really encourage you to really travel within to connect with what do you want to do? What do you get to do? And how do you get to do it? And so there may not be an example. And so often there isn't an example for the way even I want to do things. And it does get difficult. It does um, make things, I wouldn't say complicated, definitely an adventure, but it definitely requires a level of effort. It requires a level of trial and error, of me trying different things out and same goals for my clients that are attracted to me. You know, so often the way they want to do things, the way they want to lead, the way they're being led, the way they're channeling their own work, they don't have an example. And so I wanted to start off this podcast like that because if that's you and if you feel like man I want to do all of these things but I just don't know how don't be afraid to fail because there is no such thing you know there is no such thing failure only comes from not trying and so whenever we try whenever we put our best foot forward whenever we get out there get in the ring as a Brene Brown would say if you follow her work when you're in the ring, when you put yourself in place, you're able to create action and to see what happens. But if we never do that, we lose that opportunity. And so here is the challenge, human. Can you do something? Can you be in business? Can you be led by that thing that's bigger than you without knowing the end result? And so that's so hard for human beings because so often, you know, they're chasing the dangling carrot and maybe that's money. Maybe it can be so many things, but can you connect to the thing that's bigger than you so that no matter what you choose to do and how you choose to do it, it always feels on time. It always fills you up. It feels like overpour. In fact, it feels like, wow, I am the luckiest person in the whole world to just do this, to just do a podcast or to just mentor, to just show up in front of a yoga class. Like that is such a blessing, right? That we get to do that part and call it work. You know, that's so beautiful. And so now we're going to switch gears into some of the things that so often I see cause resistance for human beings. And it's this talk around limiting beliefs and success. And this is huge. If you've been following along this week, I really highly recommend you going to my Instagram page. If you don't follow me already, I'm at I am Melissa Ruiz. And there's an IGTV series that I did. It's free content. They're one hour trainings all about how to activate your money channels. And so one of the days I didn't really get into it, but limiting beliefs about success is the biggest thing that I see stop so many people. And the reason why is because Beyond the fact that there's blocks, beyond the fact that, you know, there's stories that are coming up for us that are so hard for us to move through, there's two things that are really happening here. We don't know how to alchemize resistance. And so the resistance shows up and it shuts us down. And so that's really hard because we cannot move. This is where we feel stuck. This is where we feel defeated. This is where, who wants to feel pain? Who wants to feel like they constantly feel bad about themselves? 
Nobody. So we see a lot of people quit because they're, you know, nobody's crazy. Nobody wants to feel bad about themselves. And the other thing is, and this is probably one of the biggest things is the belief that success will take something away from you. It sounds so simple, but I have coached now hundreds of people. And one of the biggest things that I hear as a common thread beyond money beliefs and these stories and the stuff, all of that exists. But the thing that I actually see the most, especially when beings are already starting their business, they have probably got one or two sales. Maybe they outputted one of their programs already. The thing that stops them the most is the fear around the success the fear that they're going to lose it all, the fear that they won't be able to keep up, the fear that they'll have to pick between their business or their relationship, the fear between so many things. It's so crazy and interesting because this fear has now, it reminds me of a woman in the workforce, you know, and women used to think like, I can't work because I can't cook and clean and I'm going to be a bad wife. And we all got over that, right? Like, no, this is actually really good. It actually empowers us to have a job it empowers us to feel like we're contributing to society or our passion or something that really, really just resonates with us. And so the same thing is true in your business. So what are the stories and the narratives that you are playing out that you're holding as truth because you feel that for whatever reason, when you become blank, you will be bad. When you attract a certain level of money, that will make you like these people. Or I'm not like that. This is what I do. And so all of these things begs us to start to bring our attention into the identification. Where have you put yourself in a box where you haven't even noticed? And this is why so much, I don't really play the label game. I have never, you know, labeled the type of humans that I attract, although I attract so many humans that are super spiritual and offbeat and mystical. And there's words that I do like to use. And yes, I do attract a lot of our black and brown and queer uh, tribe and communities, but there are specific things that I just don't want to put into boxes because so often we limit ourselves. We limit ourselves when we say these things and we cast these spells with our words. So tune into that for you right now. And so I want to share this beautiful story with you. And I haven't gotten too much into detail, but once upon a time when I was scaling my business, it was about a year ago now, um, I was at the, you know, little over the six figure mark, multiple six figures. And I wanted to, I remember I got this feeling where I was like, oh my God, I want to keep going. This feels like an adventure for me. And if you're a Sagittarius, then you would know we look at life as just like, we welcome it. We're like, come on, like, let's go, like, let's keep going. And so there was so much joy that I was feeling as I was building my business. And although I know that there's a lot of stories where people say it's hard and, you know, it's difficult, uh, it can be challenging. There are hard days, but it's truly a blessing to do this kind of work because, you know, so often, especially if you consider yourself a teacher, the teacher gets so much out of it. There's so much healing. It's a two-way street. You know, the teacher is never pointing the finger saying, you do this and you do that. You know, 
It is such a pleasure when I teach yoga because I get to be the teacher. And also, I get to heal so many things through the teachings, through the movements, through the holding space. And so our business does that a lot for us. And so there was this huge narrative and story, and there was this thing that was blocking me from actually scaling my business. And the thing that was blocking was this belief way deep down in my core that I had made up, but I was so committed to this story. And again, this is what stops us, right? This fear of success, the limiting beliefs that we hold for ourselves to be true are the stories that we are so committed to that we make them real. And so there was this story that I was going to lose it all, that there was just no way that I can have joy and happiness, be abundant, and also have a relationship, that for whatever reason, I had to choose. And so I had to choose now, and I obviously didn't want to choose my business, like I'm just such a lover, and I'm in love, and I love my partnership, and so this story just kept haunting me over and over and over, and actually, the more I kept thinking about it, the more life kept showing me signs of the exact fear, and I kept proving it to myself over and over, you see? You're not going to be able to do it because you can't do this and you can't do that. And you have to get, you know, the hours that you work in check. And there was all of these stories that I kept making up until all of that came to an end. And there was thoughts of me even closing my business. I was like, holy crap, I don't want to do this anymore. I have this story. I know it's blocking me and I believe it to be true. And so at the time I did some work with my mentors and I did some processing and I was able to actually connect to this resistance and I was able to alchemize it. It was about an hour going through all of the stories and the narratives and just reconfirming and affirming to myself and reparenting myself that I didn't have to choose that it was an and a conversation. And so I didn't know that that was true because in my upbringing and in the way that I was raised, there was so much either either you're this or you're that. And this choice of like, I can have it all wasn't really so much available. And so I had to learn how to incorporate that in my life. And I do it every single day with everything that I do. You know, I don't care if it's food that I'm going to buy. If there's one other thing that I want, yes, we're going to get it just because, because For me, it's an and conversation. We're bringing in all of the options. There isn't another option for me where I have to choose. There only gets to be the add-on. And the add-on are all the beautiful things that I get to do in this lifetime. And so the end of the story really is that in sitting with the resistance, in alchemizing the resistance, in rewiring that story, upgrading my hard drive, my operating system within my beliefs, my core being, and my body. I was able to move through that made-up story, even though I was so committed to it, and I did believe it, and so my body believed it, and so we were holding that somewhere to be true in our body. I was able to alchemize that, and the business took off. And I share this story because notice that it was something so easy. It wasn't that I needed to, you know, get more 
team members. It wasn't that I needed to get more coaching. It wasn't that I needed to learn one more thing. It wasn't that I had to do ads. You know, it's never any of those things. It's always what's blocking us and our belief systems around all of these things. Because so often we haven't had the opportunity to have these and conversation. It's either you're a doctor or you're this, and it's either you're that or you're this, you're a wife or you're a good mom. Like there's so many things that we have to choose. And so I want to walk you through the six step system that I created that is going to help you so, so much. And the first thing is just bring awareness to what's blocking you. And there's nothing for you to do here. This is just recognizing, is it a feeling of uh, unworthiness coming up for you? Is there a belief system here? Is it energy that's trapped within your body somewhere? Try to close your eyes and just identify what's blocking me from getting to, and then you fill in the blank. From getting to love, from getting to being married, from getting to starting my business, scaling my business. Just notice and become aware. And there's nothing that you need to do here. You don't need to solve the problem here. Okay. And then I want to, I want you to move into the second thing, which is what we were talking about. What do you believe is true? Examine the stories, the narratives, the fear, analyze the conversation that you're having with yourself that is in reference to, I'm going to lose something. Or even I'm going to have to add all these things and I'm not going to be able to keep up and just write them down. So first we figure out what the block is. Then we start to write down all of the stories and tune into our belief systems about those stories. The third thing I want you to do is start to analyze the energy and start to ask yourself, what energy am I sitting with right now? right? So like one can say, I'm sitting in the energy of scarcity, fear, and then ask yourself, where do I want to go? And what's that energy like? And you can just, your own body knows how to do this. Like you don't have to read a book, like literally just ask yourself, how do I feel now? What is my energy? Boom. The answer will come up and then ask yourself, where is it that I want to be in the future? And what's that energy? And you, and then you'll start to see, oh, that's the disconnect. And so nobody ever rarely manifests from a place of scarcity and fear. And if you do, that will soon disappear very, very quickly because that's a very forceful fear state, lower vibration. It's very hard to attune and to align into the resonance of the actual manifestation from that place. So in here, this is an actual practice that your brain can start to detect whether or not these two energies are equal. And so when they're not equal, when we see an imbalance, your manifestation is at a disconnect and you won't be able to bring that manifestation through. And so just think about it like that. Think about it as science. Think about it as quantum physics. Think about it. If this, then that. And so just think about that. If these two feelings are a match, right? So if I'm feeling abundant, if I'm feeling rich inside, if I'm feeling good inside, if I'm feeling like I can conquer the world, if I feel like I am whatever I say I am, when I feel like this and I tune into what it is, the desire that I want in the future, and I tune into that energy and I'm like, ooh, that energy feels big, it feels expansive, it feels rich, it feels prosperous, it feels super abundant, it feels easy, it feels light. And so, boom, that's a match. The next thing I want you to do is to start thinking about how can I upgrade my system? And so if there is a mismatch, 
with step number three, where the energies are not equal and they're not matching. You need to work on rewriting this story and working with the resistance. So step four is all about upgrading our systems. And in order for us to do that, we really have to start to alchemize the resistance, whether it's journaling, whether it's walking, whether it's us bringing our attention to it, whatever practice you have. If you want me to continue to talk more about this, I have like a whole arsenal of things that I love to do when I sit with resistance, slide into my DMs and I'll give you some of them. But the goal here is to alchemize the energy. Otherwise, the feeling of being stuck is going to be really present here and we won't be able to tune in. And so this is the whole reason and the work that we do around making friends with resistance because it is the easiest way to bring through and bring forth your manifestation. And so I always like to remind people that nobody ever thought their way through a manifestation. It's using one part of the brain. And yes, if we put a lot of thought into it, you know, it can be quite successful, but not as successful as potentially tuning into the emotions, right? Tuning into the emotion that the body carries to bring forth the manifestation, but even easier than that is actually to tune into the vibration so that you learn how to work with energy. And so I'm showing you the fastest ways that I've learned to bring forth a reality, the fastest ways that I have created timelines for myself. And timelines are just new realities. And so recognize that in your life, we have choices and every choice has a bazillion amount of opportunities to go and make different choices, right? So the opportunity for me to go left, right, up, down, be a millionaire, be whatever, all of the choices are already laid out. The possibilities are endless and they're already created. And so this is why I always love to say all of your manifestations, all of your desires, everything you want, it's already there. It's actually not in the past or in the future, everything is happening simultaneously. So our work is always to tune into that specific timeline for us to tune into that energy to make that accessible for us. And so in the next step, we review the reasons why potentially something in reference to money is keeping us from stepping into abundance. And this is where I see people talk about, oh, money's bad or only these people have it. And so just start to analyze the way you talk, right? And start to really start to connect the dots here. One of the biggest reasons why you may be blocking money into your life, and, I'm, and when I talk about money, I'm talking about abundance in general, is because we think something is bad. And so that also goes back to the belief and the story that I just told you, right? That if I was going to scale my business, something bad was going to happen, right? So, so often we have a lot of those narratives when it comes to money. And so no matter how much we do the work, no matter how much we concentrate on the thought and the feeling and the emotion and the journaling and doing all of the stuff, if there is a block around beliefs, especially when it comes to money, you're going to block that blessing. The last thing that I want to talk about, which is so beautiful, is asking yourself the question of, is this good for the world? Is this good for everybody involved? Is this a mutually beneficial thing for both myself and for everybody else involved? 
And so that's so beautiful, right? When we can tune into that. So often the story is telling us that something bad is going to happen. Something bad is going to happen. But when I tune into like, wait, I am doing this out of love. Like there's so much love within me that wants to share this specific thing around abundance and timelines and money and the way I think about it and some of the messages that have been delivered to me. And I get to build this business and I don't have to slave away being a TV producer where I was getting, getting abused and you know, working 16 hours a day and just feeling terrible about myself, engaging in these low energy vibration activities. And then I get to help other beings. And so that's equally beneficial for me, the other beings and the world, because what I'm helping other beings do is something that truly elevates the consciousness of the planet. And it's already happening. So many beings are already doing this. And so those are the six steps that I use to really start to identify limiting beliefs, especially around success, because there is so much information out there on how to build a business, how to be spiritual, how to sit and meditate, how to do yoga, how to do all of this stuff. But when we're not connecting to the core essence of why we even teach all of this stuff, we actually miss the lesson. And even in business, right? You know, my my purpose, my dharma in sharing what I'm supposed to be sharing is because it also helps me have perspective over myself. So notice that that is good for me. My being wants that, wants to, de it desires that. The fact that it gets to learn about itself by putting myself in these different positions is very good. Also healing. So all roads always lead back to the healing component of the work that gets to be done through us. And so this is just a reminder, humans, that, you know, when we do not see whatever it is that we want in front of us, meaning we don't see the manifestation, the things not happening in our world, everything is not going as it should look within. And so everything starts from within. If we're not seeing what we want without, we have to travel back to the core essence of who we are. And all of this requires us to know ourselves. And so I'll end with this. One of the hardest things in business, one of the hardest things to do is not to build a six-figure business, seven-figure business. I don't care if you want to be a millionaire. That's actually not hard. You will learn how to do that. Like there's actual steps in trying to figure that out. The hardest thing for you to do as you walk that journey and the thing that we're all called to do is to know yourself. And so to know yourself is to trust yourself. And when you trust yourself, all things that are filtered through the trust, all things that are filtered through the inner compass, all things that are connected to your intuition is really connected to our totality and to love. And so nothing bad ever happens through there. It's so beautiful to be connected and to know ourselves truly. So we don't get swayed and persuaded by all of the noise that lives outside of the self. We have true reference. We have a reference point within us that's guiding and leading the way. Thank you humans for tuning into this podcast. Follow me on Instagram. Um, I, I am Melissa Ruiz. My DMs are always open. I am secretly obsessed with connecting with human beings and I will always answer. So if you have a question, if some of this stuff is really hitting home, share it on your stories, tag us, share it with a friend or slide in my DMs. I would love to connect with you. Namaste.
breathe. 